Well, Brent is gay, and Caitlin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Extra episode, our recap of The Uncanny Experience. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brett Wingate. And this past weekend, Homo Superior went on the road to go to the sunny and tropical Minneapolis to participate in Dylan Carter and Regina Givens of House of X podcast, Chandler Poy and Chris Riley of X Reads podcast, new convention celebrating Earth's strangest heroes, the X Men, at the Uncanny Experience. It short, is the, short sentence. How that one. how <laughs> could you write that sentence shorter? I I don't know. Uh, located at the Minneapolis Club, uh, the experience featured like classes taught by experts, some panels hosted by people, actors and celebrities from various X Men properties. Caused by, by some incredible creators and cocktails made by us. Uh, there's a lot that went on uh, and there's so much to talk about. Let's get right into it. Uh, let's do the expectations game. Kaylin and Ryan. Uh, the description I gave was about the description we got of what to expect, <laughs> which is not a lot. Mm-hmm. What were you expecting going into this? And then uh, how was your view of the event shaped over the course of the weekend? Do we answer at the same time? Uh, you guys actually have to have the that, same. That's answer. our that's our mutant power. We mimic each other you guys at the same time. Your mutant power is answering first, so why don't you go first? You can use only <laughs> the same words as each other. So. Yeah, let's go back and forth like you and Adam try. But well, dude, we said ha- hey, no. Ooh, we're bad. not doing this. Uh-uh. Go baby. So uh, I didn't really know what to expect. It was the very first one. Um, fan cons can be phenomenal, or they can you know just sort of fall under their own weight. Uh, I'm very happy to say that Dylan and Chandler and Regina and Chris did a really nice job with this convention. I'd say my favorite part of it was um, just the energy that I think I felt walking in there. These are people who love X-Men. They love the cosplay. They like really wanted to nerd out about this. Um, and I've never really, outside of you guys, uh, you know, and maybe at some like cons in a smaller way, Never experienced like 48 hours of just being around people that really want to talk about the X-Men. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. Um, I actually disagree completely. I had to sage the place as soon as I came in. It felt bad energy. Um, no, it, it was truly amazing. Um, niche within niche within niche is this convention. Like we've been to a lot of like cons and there has been so many people. And you can usually like pick out like probably like 10 hardcore x-men fans so this felt so fun to like just have all of them in one dedicated place plus like the added interactions that you had it was just amazing it was it was so freaking fun well speaking of saging the place Mm -hmm. uh adam you (laughs) went as sage or some people thought that could be jubilee (laughs) uh we all had different cosplay uh but adam let's start with you uh, what did you think of your own outfit? How did you feel about it? Is this uh, trying to be a read? No, no, no. no. How did you feel <laughs> no. about it? Because this is the second time you've done that outfit. Like, the response you got and, you know, just in general, what you thought I of know. it. Yeah. <laughs> <You just laughs> <laughs> Jump in at any time. You just had to put a question just mark fucking, there. Yeah. You just, yeah, just want to let yourself you, in there. I want to let you throw out yourself onto the ocean. So, no, <laughs> I... Um, I did actually really like where I got to next to the costume because I first did it at FlameCon, forgot the gloves, uh, and then subsequently, you know, it's got a new haircut, so I bought a new wig. I found the actual green glasses for the character as opposed to the pink ones. I had ended up 
having as a backup. And that made all the difference. Sure did. <laughs> but I will say, yeah, no, it's, you know, it was one of those uh, thinker costumes, I think. Everyone was still like, Cookie Monster? Because I have a small uh, Cookie Monster toy. Uh, People thought to you my were the cookie exactly. Is that right? Well, because I was constantly stealing cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you have a snack I, and I said, it's, just, it's just for my beast. It's for beast. Um, but no, so I, I really enjoyed it. There were the... people who like recognized that as beast. Oh, totally. And, and there were people who were like, war criminal. Yeah. No, it no, no, just no. got there more was... confusing when there were multiple beasts that showed there was, up. Well, so, and that's yeah. what it was. There was you tons put of your handcuff on them. <laughs> got, to, got to do photos with them. There was, um, what is it? Uh, Mark of the LA Beast, I think. Uh, I forget his full name, but he was uh, dressed West Coast Beast. Really awesome beast. <laughs> I know, right? West Coast Avengers Beast. Just like huge, um, what's that called? Like putty. Like he did yeah, such a good eyebrows. job. Yeah, full iron stuff. So I think seeing that combination really worked. And then you know I just felt very sexy in it. So how uh, was the panel? It was a great panel. I thought we were talking about cosplay. We're talking about cosplay right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking. He likes to jump ahead. I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah, you guys! Hey, let me answer the fucking yeah, question. Yeah, Ryan, you piped up. How'd you feel about your snazzy kitty? It was um. People, you know, people got it, but they were saying deranged woman a lot, which uh, was good. You were good saying that to yourself in the mirror. Yeah. They were throwing rotten, dra- Yeah. I was just writing whore on lipstick on the mirror before. You were writing when, whore on the lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. writing it on the mirror. But you yeah, had yeah. to write it backwards so you could read it the right way. Yeah, no, it, it was... It was really fun. Uh, Did you get more or less recognition as a percentage than at FlameCon? It was so recognized that people were like, yeah, Snazzy Kitty. Like, like it was oh, just here a we conversation. Go. Another like, Snazzy Kitty. So ask Snazzy Kitty, what do you, like, what do you, what's your day-to-day life? Like, what, like, people just got it. Where at certain cons, they were like, what's going on here? Yeah. Are you okay? And the answer is no. Surprisingly, it's weird, though, that there were two Snazzy Kitties at FlameCon, only one Snazzy Kitty yeah. at this event. Yeah. It's almost like it's not a desired high-end <laughs> cosplay yeah. or I, I something will say, like that. At FlameCon, you did wear your roller kits because it was carpeted and it was yeah. safer for you to do that. This was mostly hardwood. Can you, ima- can you and imagine? Stairs. Can you and imagine stairs. if I did this died. in the expansion? I would have. I mean, it would have gotten dangerous, but I would have laughed at like the Pratt Falls at first, and then I'd been like, "Oh, this is not good." Yeah. Well, I would have kept laughing. It would have been fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, but I did like that they were like your props. Like you just kind of had them slung over your shoulder. You put them on the table when you put on the uh, Cerebro. Helmet, yeah, that was really was fun. Very, yeah. That was great. Um, I, I like that that was the photo. If you go on our Instagram, you can see it. But it's the photo after Kalen as Joseph was putting his hand on the Magneto helmet. And so it just looks a lot stupider. Yeah. <laughs> Like you're trying to read the skates. <laughs> <That's her information. laughs> I've got to read. I know the knowledge they have. I think it said Disco's not dead or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. What about you, Brent? I believe you had some reactions to I your outfit. Definitely heard a few stitches pop <laughs> that I did not bring up. In what tra- region? It was definitely in the the like, Soviet part of yeah, those, yeah, the, <laughs> well, so it was in the crotch region. I was I went as Colossus, uh, in his classic uh, V or uh, yellow and red shape. I silvered up my face, blacked out my hair. I looked like a silvery Billy Mays, uh, and I should have probably done what you suggested, Adam, which is put on eyeliner to like make my eyes pop a little oh, bit more, boy. and it might have also helped prevent. Some of the silver powder from getting in my eyes constantly. You know what you should have done, too? Um, I did get a lot of feedback that you didn't draw any lines on your face. 
I <laughs> am going to fucking kill fans of the X-Men. Is this some sort of weird Mandela effect it where is. people no. remember lines on Colossus's face that don't exist? So, they go up to his neck, the top of his neck, and then his face is as smooth as a, a, a B-52 bomber. <laughs> it's... I It could have gone either way. I think it looked great, Brad. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but it was really nice. Uh, it was fun being uh, that fully decked out that, like, you don't feel like you're just wearing, you know. You're full. You stood in really well. deck There's, was out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously, if you've been following or posting photos about the event all week long, and, like, there is just an amazing photo that it was just, like, a person helping us take the photo, but it was a bunch of the different cosplayers and, like, it felt like kind of like, oh, we're really cosplaying at this event versus just like we look like shit next to someone who's put the energy into it. I mean, there were a lot of very incredible cosplayers. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Joey Jojo Shagnito. Shagnito. <laughs> so thank you for mentioning Joseph because so many people were like, oh, my God, I love your Magneto because it was all in black with a black helmet. And I had a little it was actually a little like a uh, dragon lapel pin, mm-hmm. but it was Joseph from uh, the Scarlet Witch series that we're currently reviewing on podcast. And a few people got it immediately. But there was uh, when I participated in the family feud panel, you're like, oh, another Magneto. Come and join us. I said, well, I'm actually Joseph. And, and then the collective. Stop being pedantic. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. These are X-Men fans. Yeah, so they're so. like, be more pedantic. <laughs> they were like. Which issue? No, I got a collective, oh, mm. oh I get it now. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was definitely just like ta- mostly besides the helmet stuff that was from my closet. Uh, but I enjoyed it. Um, and I enjoyed seeing the other Magnetos there. It's a couple of them. Uh, or I would say seeing Magnetos there. I was not another Magneto. Uh, I was a clone of Magneto. <laughs> but were they also Joseph's? No, no, no. They were the real deal. They were the real deal. So uh, a lot of really just cool cosplay. Yeah, it was just really we, fun when you got out like a, a single quarter people were like uh, uh what's he gonna do i'm gonna kill some nazis yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah people got really scared no it was joseph so it was a uh, half of a half dollar <laughs> uh, five bees were there any uh was there so there's lots of great cosplay was there any that you were surprised to see or surprised not to see uh, a real easy surprise to see was um, their handle on Instagram is Tiny Sith Assassin, and uh, the woman did soft serve, which is well because Bob Quinn was there, and so she wanted to meet the creator, get it signed, and she looked fantastic. Yeah, that was who nice. you kept calling ice cream. I, it's I said, ice cream. Literally said to her, "Are you ice cream?" She's like, "You, you mean soft serve?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." You whatever. grabbed my shoulders and said, "Ice cream is here," and I was like, "Then go get <laughs> some." Yeah. I don't know what you want from me right now. <laughs> Um, I thought the I can't. I, we don't have the name of the person down, but who played who, the person who went as Blink? Um, that was yeah. also Tiny Sisters. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She did. Right. She changed it up. She threat. does it all. Yeah, really. <laughs> she um, just has. She has amazing stuff. She has a ton of actual set. There's a bunch of the folks that were there this week that also did a lot of the uh, uh, Ahsoka premiere and stuff like that. The one I was really surprised with. to see a very deep cut, and I mean that literally was the skinless man. Oh yeah, from uh from like Remender's Uncanny X Force. Uh, my God. Like I had to remind myself, oh, that was a villain in a very small arc in that series, and it was frightening. Yeah, yes. good what, cosplay. It was what was yeah? What was up with Judge Attack on Giant? Attack, attack it on did Titan. really <laughs> much look yeah. like that. Giant. I don't um, think most people the, know that. 
but also he had makeup underneath too. It was like multi. Oh no, yeah, multi layer. He, he yeah. definitely like brought it. If you want to see it, it's uh, Jay Cosmic. It was actually one of the. It was a huge. We'll get into Jay, the gay. Jay Cosmic with a K. Yeah, we'll get into underscore. an underscore. Yeah. We'll get into the huge. Figure out where those are. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into the huge gay contingency because we did. They were like part of the. I think everybody there was gay until proven straight or queer yeah. until proven straight. Where's your I was surprised that there weren't more. Jean Grey's. I think there was a one Miss Marvel girl who was I, fabulous, but I uh, thought there'd be more. And also that the Scots, I think one person did a comics Scott, but yeah, then most people were uh, yes. the James Marsden X-Men movie Scott. Because that one's like the easy go, like you just throw on some sunglasses and kind of, yeah. There was a guy who did a f- like multiple Scots because there was like, I think more of the 80s. Great, great Scots. He was actually part of, <laughs> um, I forget the group that ran the Family Feud event that we'll you know, kind of mention as part of the panels, but he, I remember, was originally dressed sort of like a regular Cyclops, then went to like an eight or an eighties or maybe post two thousands costume Cyclops, where like it yeah. was the helmet, and then he did the uh, essentially almost the Age of X Men Cyclops, where he had his hair out, glasses on, long jacket, hair up, glasses, glasses on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say goodbye to these, Michael. Um, uh, the one I was surprised not to see was uh, nobody did Cable, and yeah. I kind of figured with how uh, intensive some of this cosplay was, including a phenomenal juggernaut. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that somebody would have done something kind of like very, you know, big shoulder pads, big guns, big boots, kind of a cable. Uh, and I didn't see that. There's a guy that does, I think he was at New York Comic Con when we were last time. It, uh, Heroes for Hire, I think, does like an That's amazing right. version mm. of it. I would love to see him uh, come next year. Yeah, there was a huge array of cosplay like skills but everyone was clearly putting in a lot of effort yeah like, there's some people who have been doing it you can tell they've collected stuff over a long period of time uh, it was just there's a lot of joy like yeah. in the cosplay i mean like all of it like the comment i made early on it was just like everybody was so happy to be there well there was the cosplayer she did lady deathstrike and Leland. two lady deathstrikes cartoon oh, and she was x2 great. Yeah. is the girl with I the great her. smile she also did Lelandra. the girl with the great smile the book is coming out this fall <laughs> the movie yeah. uh yeah with it's, the, a, it's yeah. the prequel to the girl with the great <laughs> and yeah no she like i mean it, it was you know we were joking about we were talking to her about the panel about taking cosplay photos and she's like just have fun and like i think everyone it's, legitimately was yeah, the most fun of their lives. poses before it was like great advice. Yeah, I think it was also really fun to see. I think the some of the professional cosplayers like uh, Brown Sugar Outlaw and Alicia Wilder, who were doing Storm and Kate Pride respectively, but they were doing they had like six different outfits of different eras. Yeah, Hellfire Gala looks. Um, Professor X is a jerk. That yeah. was so good. Yeah. They did an amazing job. Bra- if you are not following Brown Sugar Outlaw, find her now. She is she's amazing. She's amazing. I'm obsessed. I was obsessed with her Hellfire Gala outfit. Oh, so because- good outfit because it had the lights lighting up in the same way that Storms does with the lightning, uh, and then the huge. Uh, the huge lightning bolt side headpiece mm-hmm. thing. Also, anytime there was a gust of wind, she was like, I'm causing this. Yes, yeah. I was like, yes, yeah. yes, yes, you are. Very much in character. Yeah. Um, my favorite cosplay was when two people wearing the same outfit interacted. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, here we go. 
like just really like we got to take this pick like they had no choice i saw that yeah we got some good photos of devil nightcrawler and then devil bishop i know bishop one of them was talk nerdy to me who has amazing stuff and had this like glowing oh yeah like uh photon hand or like you know kinetic energy hand from uh him but then there was also the two there were like a bunch of rogues but i didn't get we didn't get any like spider-man pointing photos of the rogues so they were just i guess hovering around each other oh yeah that's right yeah I really liked the scroll rogue. Oh yeah, that was just this extra layer. I don't know if rogue was a where scroll. was that from? I don't remember. Seeing I think that. it's like a secret invasion reference. Oh. Maybe, were, but but the she was makeup with, looked great. She and was her with ears were... uh, someone that was also like a gambit, like a different version of gambit. So oh. I I think maybe it was like a Star Trek rogue gambit sort oh. of like crossover type of thing. Huh. I'm making that up. That in wasn't my head. the same woman who was Psylocke, was it? New, no, okay. no. I don't think so. Uh, we saw a few Emma Frost, uh, yep. which I enjoyed. One was a Hellfire Gala. One was like more of the astonishing X Men uh, era, like Emma as well. Did I love know? the Hellfire stuff. All those are amazing. Um, the Sean Cassidy was really good for me. I love me. the Sean Cassidy. Yes, that guy was that. fun. I like his uh, Sean Beverage, cool beverage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good name. Good yeah. name. His right. wife was actually the Emma Frost, Samantha Beverage. All right, so let's talk about some of the panels. Uh, we hosted a panel called the X Games. Adam was the moderator. Kaylin was one of the panelists, along with the fabulous cosplayer and ex-wife podcaster Alicia Wilder, and Gray Malkin Lane podcast host Chad Anderson. Adam, can you talk us through the panel, how it went, uh, and any thoughts you had? Yeah, it was absolutely excellent. It and was that's our, how you ask a question. Uh, <laughs> it was a reprise of sort of our FlameCon X Games 2. So we, we fooled around a, with a couple of things, um, but for the most part, you know, we played. We had two. It's three people. It's, you're splitting them up with panelists. So Kaylin was a panelist. We also had, like we said, Alicia and Chad. We got some contestants up for one round of games, which was specifically focused on building a danger room team. So it's five to six people. Who's it's going to be? You get to explain the team. It was That is, I think, the most fun. It's such a great kickoff event for the panel. And like these people were talking about niche of niche, like clapping for everything. They were just so fucking excited to be there. I was so excited to be there. Like The energy in the room was electric. Uh, really good teams. There was like Chromatic Crusaders, so everyone had metal. Do you remember what the your team was? Hack, ha- hackers, but with two X's. Hacksers, really. Because <laughs> it was all like, we're going to hack oh, that danger room. Oh, that makes so much more sense. The What I thought you said was hackers with two S's. <laughs> and I'm like, why what? would you add a second S at the end? Oh all right, gosh. go off. Flourish. And yeah. Hackers. Team Purple, but I can't remember what they were, what the purpleness was but they had oh, every- it, was X-Men. it was like x-men purple, purple. instead of like blue or yeah, yeah uh, blue or yeah, gold just, or it oh it's one co- of the oh purple's a color <laughs> yeah <laughs> just put that together yeah. yeah it's not just a fruit um no so it was <laughs> it was actually really really cool very different you know power sets frenzy showed up a lot weirdly i think a lot of the teams had crossovers which was interesting yeah but again we throw concepts of them that don't rely on like Magneto's attacking the earth like use all their powers to win like Brent do you want to talk about one of the examples yeah one of the examples we had was um, uh, Madeline Pryor is furious uh, that uh, she was her season of the real housewives of limbo has been discontinued Uh, how does your team build a real housewives group to rival her success so that this 
I don't remember what's the line. <laughs> but oh, how, how are you going to bring the heat to cool the heat on this for this mama this summer? It's all sorts. Yeah. Of they said yeah. mama a couple Rhyming, mama this rhyming drama. is key, baby. Yeah. We also had like the. How are you going to bring down the drama this mama's bringing this summer? There we go. It's <laughs> and also no like, one gave real. Except just be like, just talk to her. My like, favorite. Yeah. We had. I forget the question. We oh, we added like a new what scenario. What you think you're going to do? <laughs> it's not what we did. Add a new scenario for for your team, I think, and we were talking about how to help Kamala Khan or like take down basically Orcas's right. Prager University, Prager University yeah. videos. And I just love your contestant was just like gave a fi- It was literally like a bit the Billy Madison thing where it's like, he just spoke very coherently, but like incoherently for five minutes straight. And then all of a sudden it was like, and how are they going to stop Prager you? Uh, <laughs> for at least 30 seconds. I was like, uh, I'll let you. I will mention the team and the team name. Why don't you go into the scenario? And he brought it. It was I a blast. Love, love a and then, Ryan, you did. Who's that? Wait, come on. Pokex. That was great. Shit you really went yourself. You can't race Y'all's timing. through. You can't race through and then half stop <laughs> yeah. halfway. I, I thought and you then would pick it back up. up and hit me. Well, that's what happened to your Uber driver, right? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> kidding. I'm that kidding. Is timely. Kidding. That that just happened to me. Um Ryan was in a car accident before. <laughs> but he's fine. And Kayla's Anyways, about we it. played a fun little game, Brent and I, um, who's that Pokex bond where we just basically trolled the audience, basically showing uh, a shadowy figure going over, really accosting them with like who you are, what's your favorite. <laughs> you were attacking yeah. them, yeah, Only with you love, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then saying who's that Pokex bond? Uh, we would have a few clues and then a few guesses, and they would mostly be people the were guessing, wrong. The guessing people was were a little bit. It was actually pretty spot on, yeah, yeah, except for the last one where we, we just we tried just, to trick them. We tried to trick them, and they. Uh, I was reading through. I think they're pretty obvious now. No, but they I were, do I mean, know compared the to FlameCon. FlameCon, everybody got them. Fucked yeah, they're up. dumb. There, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't doubt the X Men. And so then we had our second game, Apocalypse Twenty Five Thousand Dollar Pyramid, where you know, with a new set of contestants, Kaylin and the rest of the judges had to kind of go back and forth on either guessing or giving hints around X Men teams, X Men characters, and X Men events. Uh, do you have a particular memory that you really enjoyed about that, Kaylin? Uh, well, I was teamed up uh, with somebody named Taylor, who's very much an X fan, and like we were just like completely in sync with yeah, one another. Uh, I think um, we like our team ended up winning that one uh, just because like he was uh, picking up what I was laying down, and vice versa. What what, what I thought was really funny though is so Alicia uh, was partnered up uh, with uh, I can't remember his name, uh, but I think he goes. His Instagram name, I, I why well, can't I remember? He's a shorter guy, blonde hair. White China. White China. White thank China. you. China. <laughs> what, That's right. Who had an amazing Moira cosplay? And, gave yours yeah. a run for and the money. Showed up. Planet, showed up. To, uh, came on the stage and twerked at the beginning of it. <laughs> yes, he did, and uh, nearly like the the stage just fell. Uh, but um, Alicia like couldn't remember some of the clues or like just was having a, and she would just say. But she's like, still growing in the history and lexicon of X Men. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not blaming her, but she was like, she just say one word, and he would get it. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, Jesus it fucking good, Christ! Yeah. It's it seemed a- like he was being fed the answer somehow because he was throwing out things that her husband. Like your husband's favorite mutant, and she's a, a nightcrawler. <laughs> he had yeah. an earpiece, and I saw yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so it was good. Um, we did a, we did some uh, good questions around like 
little like Price is Right, like how many episodes of the X-Men, the animated series are there? 76. How many issues did the... Can we do like a Price X Right? <laughs> there we go. Now we're evolving. Uh, and then we had just some open dialogue. I think, Ryan, you had a great question in the audience. People had some really good ideas about what we always talk about on the podcast, which is how are we bringing you know, X-Men to the MCU? Anything from that that you remember in terms of discussion? Yeah, uh, just uh, a lot of people are like, they've always been there. Um, stop worrying about it. I, I think a lot of people just <laughs> Get this kind of mic out of my fucking yeah. yeah. It's and, like I'm tired of answering this question. No, no, no. It it was like they they understood like we they're so ingrained within the culture that they should just already be there without there being a big explanation. It's like the Spider Man effect for the yeah. MCU. Yeah, exactly. So this really was in general. I thought a great immersive experience because there's always something going on. You can literally get up, walk around, and there's some other fun activity yeah. that feels in-universe. Yeah, other cons should really take notes. So, oh, in terms of it feeling always interconnected. Yeah, the, so uh, like there, it was like you're walking around, there's classes being taught. Uh, Logan, there was a Wolverine who had an outdoor exercise right. class. Uh, they had a, a, a tarot <laughs> from the Hellions. Which I did. Doing yeah. tarot cards. So fun. Wait, speak on this. Uh, there was a Hellfire Club. So like... Talk about any experiences you wanted uh, or you liked, and then uh, let's start with the yeah. Tarot. yeah what did you, do the tarot? Uh, what did you uh, learn? The tarot was very fun. Um, she was in character the entire time. Uh, it was it was interesting because it was a mood as soon as you walk into the room. Uh, she also had some very X Men Marvel y uh, type of cards too. So like just to make the experience even a little bit more exciting, and um. You know, it, she, she's not going to tell you what she want all the time. <laughs> she, she had a great tarot card deck that had all the X-Men in different, you know, tarot positions. But as Ryan's going through this question, he asked, she's just like laying out card after card and all of them are Wolverine. And she's not saying anything. She's and I was like, commentary. Hmm. Huh. Uh, Oh, and then she's, yeah. at the end, after she laid out like eight cards, she's like, this does not look good. <laughs> but she was like, laid on me. Terrible. But maybe this one final card will fix it. Another Wolverine. But we're going to do just one final character card, and this one will speak to it. It's Wolverine again. Yeah. yeah. It was um, it was, it was a fun experience. Um, as someone that's gone to readers m multiple times in my past, uh, she was really good, honestly. Mm. Like, it was fun. It was interactive. She really tailored it to your experience. Um, she She's great. To her your uncanny is, experience. <laughs> truly, yeah. yeah. And uh, her name's Phoenix. She's online, too. She, she was her name awesome. is Phoenix, and she goes by Tarot. <laughs> that was where, that <laughs> okay. was where my reading got confused. Yeah, okay. Say, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kaylin and I got to sit through or sit, sit and to, Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. We uh, got you, to you mispronounced sit and We had enjoy. to sit through. You, mis you mispronounced endured. <laughs> no. It was actually, it was, I, I didn't attend a ton of the other panels, but I really enjoyed. So Chad Anderson from Gray Malkin did an entire kind of like history of all of the issues of the original run of X-Men. And we got cover arts. We got explanations. It's a lot of the stuff he does on his podcast already. Yeah. Um, but it was very enlightening to me as a person who has never really touched the Silver Age comics. That's what they focus on on the podcast. And I love to see all the kind of like little breadcrumbs or even just characters like who was really involved in that. And it was surprising number. Like I was kind of astonished, if you will, about the I number won. of threads and characters and kind of things they brought in, particularly the villains. I mean, I feel like it was always a villain of the week kind of comic but it it really paid off because it that they have such good starting ground to turn them into something else and you know yeah the series. if you think i am an encyclopedia like 
Chad is like that man knows so fucking much about the X Men, and he has a dreamy professor voice. Like, I know he's he's he, taught he college says it before. In such a nice way. Yeah, yeah. he and literally that was goes. Like, Honestly, the first time you hear Blob and you see him, and then yeah. you see those inspirations <laughs> later. Yeah. And to mm-hmm. X Men number six, like so, I want him so to give me soothing. bad news all the time because oh, it's so soothing. He yes. literally got tell through. me about my family I'm, dying. I'm sorry, yeah. you. It seems you've just been in a car accident. Are yeah. you? <laughs> Gonna be okay. So nice. He yeah. got through the conversation and I was just like, So, what are themes that we're seeing? And I'm like, Am I in an actual fucking class? Like, what's happening? So, yeah, two quick things. Uh, one, uh, we all got to go to the uh, the Hellfire Club, uh, like sort of excursion, in- incursion, whatever you want to call it. And it was almost like a sleep no more, like the interactive play that they do in New York, where we, uh, you have to basically kind of vote for Celine or Emma Frost to be like the new member of the inner circle of the Hellfire Club, and Alicia uh, did a burlesque uh, number uh, where she went from a schoolgirl to Celine, uh, and I thought that was really that was neat. Yeah. Uh, the other thing for me personally uh, is getting to meet Chris Claremont. We definitely have dogged Claremont a lot on this podcast of his more recent stuff. When I say recent, I mean in the last 20 some odd years. But he was very, <laughs> he's very, like, he was formative uh, yeah. in. Uh, stamp. But the funniest thing was when I went to go introduce myself, I just say, look, my, my mom bought me a copy of Uncanny number 199 back in the day, and it just changed my life. And he was like, yeah, Barry Windsor Smith really did a lot of the heavy lifting. And I was thinking, that was John Romita Jr. That wasn't Barry Windsor Smith. Okay. I know exactly what issue okay. I'm talking about. You don't. And so, but I didn't say anything because I'm a nice person. Well, your medal is in the mail. One uh, thing that I'll mention about the Hellfire Club experience is the delicious cocktails that were recipied by none other Perfected than by Colossus Brent Wingate. It <laughs> was really delightful to actually see people ordering those drinks, excited about drinking them. <clears throat> And it's always a little bit frustrating and hard to have something creative that you put out there and then worry about how people are going to respond. Now, to it. I saw you snatch someone's drink out of their hand and said, I'll just do it myself. Is that is that correct? You're yeah, drinking it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think well, you just wanted another that's drink. Not, that's not a fair characterization because what I was actually doing <laughs> was collecting all the unfinished drinks and then making one mega cocktail. <laughs> yeah, you called Punch. it mother mold. Um, yes, I, well, the Celine was excellent. Obviously, they were also had drinks at the main bar. Yes. Um, but Brent, how are people going to find out how they can make these recipes themselves at home? Well, they're just going to have to pray, and <laughs> that we'll we'll put them online in on Instagram, yeah. and uh, we're going to have you know our classic bar sinister photos. Recipes and um, gentle kisses for you to <laughs> little baby, baby kisses, little baby kisses for you to make the most of it. Yeah. Um. Last, any last thoughts? Any ideas about uh things you'd like to do in the future? Uh, is there a class you'd like to teach? Wolverine's class was really inspiring. Of like him doing like a fitness class that was really fun. So to see, I really wish I got to, uh, the chance yeah. to do that. Yeah, it's uh, I saw the pictures. They look fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it would be nice to see more in character classes like that. I think yeah. that's a really fun experience, like Colossus's painting class. <laughs> <laughs> yes, where yes, uh, but you pre-paint a bunch of broken purple-necked women. <laughs> yeah, uh, Colossus's guide to hugging. 
hugging women. <laughs> oh my God. Or just bring in a model of a dead purple woman for him to like. Yeah, it's like we'll get paint. a CPR dummy and break its spine. <laughs> oh my God. But but in character stuff like that, I think people reacted to there was a mystery that was going on as well yeah. so that you were supposed to solve. And you would talk to the different characters. Having more of those in-character interactions immersive, immersive, yeah. really differentiated it from other cons. It felt it. It felt more intimate. It felt like the X-Mansion. It was so intriguing. So like having more of those classes, I think, would be really fun. Yeah. A uh, class that I would like to teach maybe next year, um, workshopping it still, I would call it uh, X-Men Genealogy, Gene, J-E. Mm -hmm. But it would be about like kind of family trees within the X-Men. That's, and that's, that's yeah. amazing. And then like kind of like use uh, what we did in Awesome Con, talking about like uh, uh, doing a hybrid with like relationships with the X-Men, platonic, romantic, and the sort of the crossover between the two that we've seen before. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I would love to host um, speed dating. And so you would like basically on one side of the table would be all the cosplayers that would like be in character. And then the other side would just be like random people from the event. So and so fun. you're constantly just cycling and meeting new people <laughs> about what they're about, what they could do. I think mine would probably be sex ed. Uh, here's, it, that was mine. <laughs> here's, here's how you put a condom on a penis that's shaped like a traffic cone. Here's how you make out with someone who spits venom. <laughs> mine would be like putting it on different bananas, but like Cyclops, uh, Cyclopses would be normal. And then like <laughs> Colossus would be just silver, just yeah. like putting it on different bananas and such. Yeah. I just love the Wolverines idea would grow back. <laughs> <you> cut <laughs> the foreskin, cut oh, it and then do it. Back. Yeah. There's a lot of like fun stuff they can do this. It, there's so much legs in all of this. Yeah. It was a super great experience. Uh, we're really looking forward to what they've got in store for next year. Um, also a couple of quick shout outs, uh, the staff and security yeah, uh, for that event were amazing. Kayla and I talked to one of the security people. She was hilarious and a fan of the X-Men as well. And so it was just a really great yeah. time. Um, also wanted to give a shout out to rage gear studios they contributed the prizes for the X Games. Uh, they were Woo. some cool mashups between the X-Men and Sailor Moon. Uh, check out their stuff. They're at Rage Gear Studios on Instagram. Uh, and lastly, I want to thank again Alicia Wilder. Uh, her Instagram is Wilder Moves, and her podcast is The Ex-Wife Podcast. And then Chad Anderson, uh, who's uh, at Gray Malkin Lane on Instagram and has also got a podcast called Gray Malkin Lane. Um, it was a super great experience. We've got tons of photos uh, on Instagram, so follow us at Homeless Superior Podcast, uh, or follow the Uncanny Experience. They are dumping so many photos out right now. So if you want to see like incredible cosplay, yeah. uh, there are get so envious and buy your tickets. Seriously, yeah, yeah. my Instagram so feed is just cosplay after cosplay. It's great, Literally, I love it. It's amazing. Uh, that's been uh, our our little bonus episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, bye. bye. bye.